Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Kobe, 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 Kobe. Hey, what's up, and welcome to the Hashtag Lakers Podcast. I'm Yo Lagazon, and I'm here with McKay Westbrook. And today, we have a special guest on the show. We'd like to welcome on the show, the Golden Knight, uh, the Lakers Twitter merch dude. Um, his Twitter handle is at Golden Knight GFX. Um, he's all about the Lakers and runs the Showtime Forum on Twitter. Um, he's also a graphic designer who's worked on the Lavengers videos with Chris Manning, host and producer yes, of, of NBA 2K TV. Recently, he's, he's been creating and, and, and selling uh, Lakers merch worn by the likes of celebrities, including some Lakers players that we know. Uh, you can find his merch at www.goldennightgfx.com. Uh, welcome to the show. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you. That's, uh, that's quite an intro right there. So <laughs> really appreciate that. Yeah, of course. Yo, those, those uh, Lavengers videos are dope, man. Um, if you haven't seen them, uh, go watch them on YouTube. Uh, my personal favorite ones are, are the Rise of Los Angeles and the 80 ones. Those are recent videos, and mm-hmm. maybe that's why I like them, because they're applicable now to this, this season. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, uh, you, you've seen them, McKay, right? Yeah, yeah. I, so I'm huge into – into Marvel and the Avengers and also into, into star Wars. And I love the, the rise of Skywalker. Uh, oh, yeah. one that, that you guys did with, when, uh, it had Chewbacca's roar with Draymond green. I <laughs> died. I seriously died. And then at the end, uh, surprise part at the end, I, I won't ruin it, but, uh, with LeBron and a special, somebody seriously gave me, uh, gave me chills i was like all right okay yeah got me a little teary-eyed there uh, yep, i know what you mean yeah actually um you know those, those videos you know all credit to uh to my buddy ld2k everybody knows him you know chris manning he's basically um you know the blueprint for laker videos i mean people have been following this guy for years and uh yeah i mean you know he hosts 2k tv now as well so uh basically how that all started is he just uh came to me uh, he went ahead and <clears throat> messaged me and asked me, you know, if I could do some, you know, title screens, some of those things for him. And from there, we kind of just took off going back and forth. Uh, you know, he does all of the magic, obviously, in the videos, all credit to him, his ideas and everything. Uh, but I'm just glad to bring in some, you know, graphics in between, you know, anything I can help with. But yeah, man, a lot of people love these videos. And, you know, he, he's just a good at what he does. Yeah, you guys have great content. Thank you. Thank you. Really appreciate that. Yeah, so check it out, man. They're 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 on YouTube, uh, Lavengers. All right. Um, uh, but uh, Golden Knight, you've you've also uh, we've mentioned you've been selling these uh, with what we've been seeing on 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 Twitter. These Disney World Lake Show T-shirts, they're yes. dope. Um, Thank you. Are, are they still on sale right now, or what, how do you get one? Yeah, yeah, they're actually on sale on the website, uh, GoldenKnightGFX.com. Um, you know, things go in and out of stock just because I've actually, you know, been getting a lot of love uh, from everybody, you know, that follows me on Lakers Twitter. You know, it's actually just grown really, really uh, big to the point where, you know, I'm doing this full time now. 
And I really, really enjoy what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, you can get them at the website. And uh, a lot of people have been enjoying these, man. It's really a blessing. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. All right. Thank you. Uh, um, and then uh, uh, Showtime Forum. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, what's that? I mean, for the audience who don't know what Showtime Forum is, uh, do, you want, do you mind explaining that? Yeah, of course. So Showtime Forum is a platform that we've created uh, here with uh, some friends and um, you know, I actually started off with, um, you know, ESPN radio as uh, Greg Bergman, who was a producer of Mason in Ireland. Um, you know, he, he really, really helped us, you know, take off and everything that we are doing. But now, uh, basically what we're doing now is we're running it. It's me, uh, my friend, Adele, uh, Devon, you know, Jonathan, um, you know, David, you know, there's so many people that are helping out with this at the moment. That's just makes it easy for us. And what we do is we just, uh, provide Lakers content. I mean, we provide videos. We try to find everything on, you know, Instagram, Twitter that we can repost. Uh, we make our own graphics, you know, statistic graphics. Uh, we pretty much keep everybody updated. Uh, so we're kind of, you know, trying to reach that, uh, that goal, like kind of a Lakers SBN type of thing. And, uh, you know, we've got a lot of people working really hard on that. We have an Instagram as well. Um, so that's what Showtime Forum is. You know, if you give us a follow, you're never going to miss any Lakers news. And every day we're updating that. Sweet, man. Yeah, Matt, uh, make sure you guys follow them. The, the, they have some uh, legit uh, graphics, lots of cool videos that come out. Um, but, uh, hey, we got some quick questions here. Before we, we go back yeah. and, and, and really talk about uh, uh, this season and uh, Lakers basketball is, uh, mm -hmm. in the Orlando bubble. But... Um, all right. Your, your favorite all-time Lakers duo. Let's go. Okay. All right. So, uh, so, you know, Kobe and Shaq obviously is, you know, it's, they got a three beat. They're going to be cemented forever and together. But my favorite actually is Kobe and Powell just because uh, the chemistry was incredible, you know, on and off the court. Uh, there was never any issues where, you know, you kind of saw with Shaq, even though they did win, uh, you know, three in a row. I just feel that, that Powell and Kobe connection just went to another level. Uh, they really raised each other's games and just seeing them was just an absolute joy, uh, you know, from any regular season games to the playoffs to winning titles. That's just my favorite duo personally. I, I, I think that's a really good one. Um, it, it just made me think immediately, you know, cause you said on and off the court, they just had great symmetry and, um, and compatibility and uh, just, immediately took to win, me to win Powell received the the news about Kobe and and how distraught he was over him and it was because they were such good teammates and they they literally were like brothers and you know Sha Shaq and Kobe played played awesome together but I, th I think you're right I hadn't really thought about it that much before but that Powell and, mm -hmm. and Kobe Right. No, I, I think they have a they have a, a better relationship. I mean, just the other day, uh, Vanessa Bryant posted uh, uh, that uh, um, on uh, one of his daughter's birthday that he came to visit. Right. Um, mm -hmm. No, but really cool relationship. I, I think uh, I think you have a, you may have a point there. Um, all right. So now that we have the duo, I mean, uh, I think I think I know. Where you where you might go for it with this, but uh, your favorite all time player, Lakers player? Yeah, so uh, that's gonna be Robert Sacre. Uh, no, Is I'm it kidding. really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <Get out of. laughs> greatest player, not cheerleader. Yeah, definitely. No, no. Um, you know, so obviously you gotta go with Kobe, man. We're you know, I'm an LA guy. 
grew up watching Kobe all of my life. You know, the only other player I could say is one of my favorites all time, uh, which is a non-Laker, is Carmelo Anthony, which I really enjoyed seeing him his whole career since 03. Been following him. You know, he should have been Rookie of the Year. (laughs) You know, all of that. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, man, as far as, you know, Lakers go and even all time, you know, just Kobe, uh, nothing can replace what he did. Nothing can replace the joy that he brought us, Mm -hmm. you know, the banners he put up coming back from, you know, the Achilles injury, like everything that basically Kobe represents is something that we all strive to be. And, you know, he's always going to be, you know, our guy here in LA, no matter what. Oh yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I I didn't miss that swipe at LeBron. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. I caught that. I caught that. (laughs) No, no. You know, know, a lot of people actually are, uh, you know, for some reason, you know, a lot of people don't really like LeBron on the Lakers. They they don't want to see him succeed. But, you know, that's not me. Obviously, you know, when LeBron and Kobe were kind of, you know, going at it, you know, in years past, that's something that, you know, it's, hey, Kobe's my guy. I don't really like LeBron. But, right, right, right. you know, I learned, you know, <clears throat> as you're maturing, you kind of, you know, start to appreciate other talents. And I think as soon as LeBron slammed that uh, block against Iguodala in the finals, I was like, well, okay, this guy's pretty good. So, yeah, I mean, you know, started appreciating him and I definitely appreciate everything he's doing here in L.A. Uh, looking forward to him winning some championships. And, yeah, that's, you know, plural, not singular championships. Right. One coming this year. Yeah, that's what we're hoping for. <laughs> um, all right. Well, um, what about the current player? What your favorite current player today? Current player. Um, I really like Brandon Ingram, uh, but, uh, you know, he's definitely not a Laker anymore. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I'd say, you know, Anthony Davis is just, you know, he, he really, really surpassed what I thought he was. And I already know he, I knew he was really, really good. Uh, but just the energy he kind of brings on the defensive end, the versatility, the skill set, you know, from grabbing the rebounds, throwing up a pass, you know, taking it down the court, spotting up, you know, mid-range, you know, you name it. I mean, Anthony Davis has it all. And I just, you know, he's very, very young. What is he, 26, 27 right now? I just can't wait to see him develop even more. So that's something I have my eye on. And, you know, I think uh, Anthony Davis is in the top five, six conversation right now. And, you know, in maybe a year or, little bit more he's gonna be there in the top three maybe top two no no i believe it i mean he's in his prime right now but uh and he's just starting he's just starting on his oh yeah um but hey uh uh, thanks for answering all those questions um that'll get to to uh uh, know you a little bit here but uh and have you on our show um Mm -hmm. we're gonna have a jam-packed uh, show with lots of great content today. Uh, next up, though, we're gonna uh, talk about uh, Lakers life, the Laker mm-hmm. life in the in the bubble, and then we'll have a discussion on uh, who the X factor is for the Lakers as we start the season, and then finally we'll we'll briefly talk about the upcoming scrimmage games and get you ready for them. Uh, but for now, let's take a quick break. Uh, so we'll get back to you soon. See ya. Welcome back to the Hashtag Lakers podcast. McKay and I are here with the Golden Knight. Uh, And in this segment of the show, we're going to talk about Laker life in the Orlando bubble. 
so from the very first night, the Lakers landed in Orlando and arrived at their hotel. We got a glimpse of Laker life in the bubble in the form of, of Instagram Live with J.R. Smith. <laughs> did, you, did you guys see that? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was pretty insane. <laughs> I mean, it was really fun, you know. I, you know, seeing the Lakers arrive and uh, knowing that J.R. Smith was going to be with the team, you know, it's very, very exciting and fun. I didn't know it was going to be that fun, though. I mean, J.R. Smith, you know, <laughs> first night went on live and just had everybody going crazy. You had AD in the comments telling them go to sleep. Somebody <laughs> even had to text them, hey, man, you know, it's time to cut it out. <laughs> I know, dude. He got in trouble. Yeah. He got in trouble. <laughs> got kicked yeah. out. <laughs> it, it's like a giant sleepover. Had like combined with reality TV. It's awesome. Did you guys see that JaVel McGee's uh, going to have his own vlog out there, too? Yeah, yeah, I saw that, yeah. I saw a YouTube video of McGee. Basically, you know, it's really cool because a lot of these players are having a lot of opportunities, um, you know, in regards to what they can do and, you know, grow their brand as well. Right. right. Um, you know, obviously the social, uh, you know, issues that are going on, but, you know, as far as their personal lives, I know some, some guys are, you know, <clears throat> streamers, um, you know, some guys are into videos, some guys are into, you know, a lot of other things and they're really taking advantage. Uh, Quinn Cook saw, you know, on, 2k like every 2k yeah, yeah you, you guys saw when he brought lebron and ad yeah dude he broke yeah. the nba 2k online <laughs> so funny heard of players <laughs> all around him yeah so that that's fun stuff man that's fun stuff i hope you know the guys are doing good in the bubble um you know but but as far as right now we're about a week away from the first scrimmage and i think uh you know the guys are having fun they're, they're putting in work but they're also having fun which is also good yeah man i think uh i, I mean there's, I mean, there's also some bad things that, that have happened. Obviously, Rajan Rondo was injured. Um, some some players outside the uh, uh, outside of the Lakers also had to return home, like Zion Williamson and and Michael Beasley. Um, Markeith Morris isn't even in in the bubble yet. Um, he's attending some personal business or some issues mm -hmm. there. Um, looks like though he'll he'll be coming sometime. I've no clue when he will come but uh we'll see um it's cool to see though some of the you know some of our players like like caruso right. um changing you know with regards to the social issues to change the name on the back of their jerseys to mm -hmm. to um for caruso it's black lives matters mm -hmm. um i know that ad and braun opted out of doing that and for 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 their own reasons there mm -hmm. um so um I don't know. Uh, did you guys see the the hotline uh, issues that are that are going on right now? Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. Um, you know, going back a little bit into the um, you know the back of the you know, back of the jerseys and the names everybody's using. You know, I think that's really cool, man. I think that's something that you know the NBA is going to allow players freedom to at least you know choose um, you know what they want to do as far as representing uh, you know the social issues that are going on that are important to them and us you know in general. Uh, so, you know, it's really cool that Caruso is doing it. I know Danny Green um, you right, know, right. also is going to have how many more on the back of his jersey. You know, Quinn Cook's also going to have a message. So uh, there's a lot of guys that are doing it. And, you know, as far as LeBron and AD, you know, the, the fact that LeBron, let's say, you know, he does so much already, um, you know, anything he does as far as, you know, he's going to wear the last name on the back of his jersey, you know, cause a little bit of backlash with some people. But, uh, you know, if everything LeBron does off the court already – from, you know, schools uh, to, you know, voting movements to more than an athlete. 
I think he's, you know, he, he does more than enough to where we, we can't, you know, blame LeBron for wanting to wear his last name on the back of his jersey. So I think, you know, first and foremost, it's a good thing that, you know, what everybody is doing. I think it's the right move by the NBA. And uh, yeah, man, that, that that's how I do feel about that. Yeah, I think if anything, even if, you know, you don't agree politically with what's going on, um, it, I would rather see basketball continue. You know, there was a lot of players who were kind of up in arms about uh, continuing the season. We didn't even know if Dwight was going to join the team in Orlando just because of all the social issues going on. And, right. you know, you don't want to see mass groups of players drop out mm-hmm. and it really become, you know, an asterisk season. Yeah. Uh, you want all the players to get out there and play. And I think this was a good move for, for the NBA to appease those those players who who had um you know kind of those issues or those um those worries about about whether or not they should continue mm-hmm. to play the season and and I think it'll you know at least for me it works out it's getting uh it's getting us back into basketball so yeah that's, that's what I care about <laughs> yeah you know basketball is you know something that you know a lot of people may say it's it's not uh you know important compared to everything that's going on in the world but you know, it's not bad to also have basketball at the same time because it does it does allow them, you know, to it, do, it allows the athletes to go ahead and, you know, uh, stand up for what they believe in, you know, what, what, what we all believe in. And at the same time, you know, uh, you know, they're they're they're, you know, playing basketball, man. That's what they love to do. Right. Uh, we love to watch it. And yeah, I mean, I heard you speak in regards to Dwight. Um, you know, it really means a lot that he joined the team. He, he went right. through a lot of tough things. Um, you know, in the off season from, you know, personal issues. And like, you you know, we said he was, you know, thinking about the social justice issues, things of that nature. And the fact that he joined the team is really big. It would have been a tough blow if Dwight was out. Um, but with that said, yes, I, I, you know, the snitch hotline, what it's called, uh, you know, Dwight wasn't wearing a mask. And apparently, I know. Yeah. Yeah. You guys saw that, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, apparently he yeah he wasn't wearing a mask, right? And someone reported him, so he complained yeah. about that. <laughs> <laughs> How do you guys feel about that? You think uh, you you know you think that's something that you know should be looked down upon, or you think that's something that's necessary to stay safe? You know, how do you guys feel about that? No, I, I think I think it's a good thing. So I I am a, a lawyer by trade, and and some of the, one of the things that I I do mm-hmm. is I um, um, we we have a compliance hotline, and so. Um, anyway, the, the, I think it's, it's, it's a good thing that they, they have that, uh, it keeps players safe. Um, and also, um, it controls not only the safety, but, uh, there could be, there might be a lot of like, uh, uh, you know, these are, these are 20 year olds, 24 year olds, 25 year olds, um, basically without, uh, without family to, to keep them on check. And so, you know, you see, uh, players, (laughs) just drinking it up all night um and you got to control that because you, what if you have a you know you have practice the next day and you're you're, you're playing a game next day so um uh, some of these things that might be is a good thing but uh <laughs> found it funny that doc rivers was joking about uh, reporting lebron and everybody else so that they can get it to the western <laughs> conference finals <laughs> hey it, it's just some forced accountability you know but uh it, I think this is another one of those things that regardless of how you feel about the coronavirus, you know, if you're, you're super about it being a big deal or you don't think it's a big deal at all, 
um, the players aren't going to be able to play if if they test positive for it. So I right. think any any measures that you can put in place to to try and keep things as safe as possible, you know, go and do it because you're you know if you give the coronavirus to somebody else on another team, you're hurting their chances, you know. So it it, it can become a real big problem really fast. So I'm cool with all the restrictions they're keeping. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I agree sure. as well. I, I know some people might call it snitching or whatever, but, right. you know, at the end of the day, you know, it can, if somebody gets it and then they don't tell and another player gets another play, it just ca- causes a snowball effect and it can be dangerous. Right. Uh, right. You know, so that's what we're trying to prevent. We want to make sure that everybody is eligible who can play. Uh, I certainly wouldn't trust Doc Rivers, though. You know, even if he was joking, <laughs> I feel like he was half joking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, w- I wouldn't trust him either. Um, uh, but uh, <laughs> there was also something uh, on Reddit that was, uh, I don't it was posted on, on Twitter about the, uh, this question that was, what happens if LeBron is thrown outside the bubble by an opponent? Like if the Bucks and the Lakers were playing in the finals and then the <laughs> Lopez brothers break into his room picks him up and carries him to the edge of the bubble and throws him out there. <laughs> like, well, what, what happened? Like, <laughs> um, but, uh, I mean, all jokes aside, I think you're right that uh, um, uh, this keeps players safe. And it, it would be, I mean, if, if players don't follow it, you know, these rules, it'd be, it'd be detrimental to the NBA and uh, to, to the, the season from continuing to resume. And then, uh, of course, uh, you know, uh, little personal bite here, but uh, detrimental to to the Lakers' goal to getting number seventeen. Agreed. Agreed. Um, all right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and take a uh, our last break here, and we'll be right back to discuss uh, the Lakers' X factor heading into the season, and also take a look at, uh, at some of the, these upcoming scrimmages uh, next week. So uh, we'll see you soon. Welcome back to the podcast. We're here with the Golden Knight, and we've been talking about uh, Laker life in the bubble. But in this segment, we're going to talk about an important question. Um, who is the Lakers X factor heading into the start of this season? What do you guys think? Oh man, you want to go ahead and take this one away first? <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll uh, take a crack at it first. I think it's really going to be, you know, I, I think we, we had a lot of um, our roster kind of, kind of dialed in. Um, I, I think it's going to be, between one and one of two things, it's going to be the new guys that we've added to the roster. Cause we've added, we've added multiple, you know, if they can mesh with, with our team chemistry and, and they can play well alongside LeBron and AD and, and if they can assume their role correctly, I think that's going to be important. But uh, the, the other thing I think it's going to be uh, Kuzma, you know, if, if he can play consistently if he's been able to kind of get out of that, that I think he was kind of in a mental funk, you know, right. during the season. Sometimes he had it, other times he didn't. He kind of struggled to find exactly what his role was and how he fit in 
uh, to the new team chemistry. I think Kyle Kuzma is going to be another big part of it because he's got to be part of that, that, that second squad of guys, especially now that we don't have Rondo, we don't have Avery Bradley. So I think he's going to be all the more important. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Kuzma definitely is going to be, you know, part of the X factor. I feel, uh, and that's somebody who I always point to as well, but I, I kind of feel now with Bradley kind of being out, I feel like Danny Green is going to be the X factor because <clears throat> first and foremost, I mean, Danny Green, uh, you know, we, we, we know he can knock it down from downtown. I mean, oh, that, yeah. you know, that's his game. And, you know, sometimes he can be streaky. Sometimes, you know, it, it just depends. Uh, but I know he has playoff experience. I mean, you know, if you guys remember years back, you know, with uh, Gary Neal and the Spurs, you know, they were going crazy you know, as far as three-pointers go. So Danny Green is somebody who I feel can always knock a shot down. He has the experience, uh, you know, to do so. Uh, but also uh, the reason why I think is the X factor is because he's going to have to step it up on defense even more. Right. Now that we don't have Bradley in the perimeter, I know Danny Green's just going to have a task to guard the best players on, you know, the other teams. I'm hoping LeBron can kind of, you know, uh, you know, get the energy, that playoff LeBron energy to guard some, some of the bigger players. But mm-hmm. uh, Danny Green is definitely going to be somebody who's, you know, who's going to have to go out there. He's going to have to knock down shots. And at the same time, he's going to have to defend some of the best players some nights. And, you know, that, that, that's who I'm hoping uh, does the best for us. I feel like he's going to be really important to our team. And, uh, yeah, that's my X-Factor pick. No, I think I th- I think you may have a point there. Uh, I mean, a- first of all, AB. I know you you mentioned Avery Bradley, but uh, yeah. um, it, it was such a loss, you know, for him not to, not to come. But uh, I, you know, respect to him and his decision. Uh, but uh, uh, just because of of the tone that he set uh, defensively, you know, right. it, um, it, it was all right when he was injured. Uh, you know, in the beginning of the season, KCP took over and he was, but he was, you know, around the Lakers. Uh, he was there, he was in practices, he was at the game sitting down, but here he's completely out. And so, uh, you know, one of my fears is, uh, and you touched on it with, with uh, Danny Green be, having the, this load on, on defense. Uh, I think he's, he's going to have to, um, you know, him and AD, they're going to have to dis- set that defensive tone because uh, that's one of the first, one of the things that I worried about was you know we're not we're not going to come into this with a defensive tone and ha- be successful uh, the way we did uh, you know at the start of the season and just continued on with that um, and I then agree. and then uh, McKay you had mentioned Kuzma I think that he is also an important uh, player here um, I, I Jared Dudley just you know recently in the press conference conference said that he's you know Kyle Kuzma is the third guy right he's the third best player in the team he's the third guy um and then Frank Vogel followed up on that and said that uh uh, um you know it's hard when 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 players you know his age around the league are starters have more freedom on the court to do what they want to do and then with but with here and with the Lakers you know you have two superstars in AD and LeBron and Kuzma has to you know buckle down and accept his role and follow through with it. Um, right. It's been a hard season for him. 29% from deep 43% field goal percentage. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he's the third best highest scorer in the, in the team, which is kind of crazy despite those, the, 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 the numbers from deep. Uh, right. I think that um, Kuzma 
Um, and this is my opinion. I think Kuzma will unlock a new power level. <laughs> <laughs> so like, go, like Gohan did, you know, so <laughs> hidden power. Uh, seasons, exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, as the season starts and we head into the players. So, you know, I, yeah. I, I believe in Kuz. I do too. I do too. And actually, you know, that's, that it's really important to have guys like Jared Dudley, you know, who are, you know, consistently, you know, speaking about players as far right. as in a positive manner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you had Quinn Cook, I believe he was the one saying that during this whole quarantine time, you know, it was Jared Dudley and LeBron that were both, you know, keeping the guys together in the chat, you know, keeping them with the same mentality. So, you know, having Jared Dudley there doing things like that, you know, as a veteran, he's been, you know, he's played with some of the best players. Right. He's been all around the league. Um, you know, for him to say, you know, hey, Kyle Kuzma, and this isn't new. I mean, Jared Dudley, since before the season even started, he's been preaching about how good Kuzma can be. Right. Uh, the fact that he has that confidence in him, you know, a player that's been around the league for this long, uh, that that must feel good for Kuzma. You know, that that's something I really think is a positive to have veterans like Jared Dudley on the team. Right, right, right. I think uh, just quickly, I think another person that uh, just I thought of right now is, is Caruso just oh, because yeah. of we, we don't like Rondo being out. Um, it's easy because you mentioned cook, but I also, right. while you were thinking about cook, because you, you know, mentioning cook, uh, I was thinking about how, what he said the other day, or was it today that, you know, he's, he's ready to, to run the, the second right. unit. Caruso mm-hmm. also can run the second unit. And we've seen it in the, uh, this season that he, he's done it. Um, he's, he's a ball handler he can, uh, and he can, he can shoot. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. he, he made some comments. Uh, I think it was uh, on the, on the athletic, right. Uh, um, you know, he, he said that uh, he's, he's ready to run the show and get the guy mm-hmm. and um, open up opportunities for Kyle Kuzma. Um, uh, you know, and if you put shooters around him, like Dion and JR, it opens up the floor. Uh, you know, he, he, he mentioned the lineup that he, you know, he says, uh, if the lineup has J.R., Dion, uh, Waiters, uh, Kuz and Dwight, or even throw Markeith Morris in there, um, that's a lot of shooting threat with a lob threat at the rim. Uh, so that's like, he said, that's a point guard's dream. Uh, so uh, I think that Caruso could also uh, be, be of X factor. I mean, second unit mm-hmm. needs, needs a playmaker. No, you're right. You're right. And it's not just that, but I mean, you know, he's a really solid defender as well. You know, that's something that Caruso can do. You know, that's underrated, but he, he can really lock down people up. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, right. he, he's got the, he's got the length, you know, to sometimes, you know, block some shots. He's, you know, that's something that's underrated from him, but you know, a lot of people at first, uh, you know, Caruso was a funny thing, kind of like, you know, a fan <laughs> favorite, kind of like a Brian Scalabrini type of deal. But, sure. but now we're seeing, you know, uh, Laker fans know he's a very skilled player. He's a legit NBA player, and it's something that you know it's really important on our team. Yeah, I, th- I think he's uh, he's going to be a very important part of it. I think he's going to have to assume a, a much larger role. Oh yeah, uh, especially with the absence of of you know two of our main guards. So right. I I think a lot of uh, responsibility is actually going to is going to fall on his his shoulders. So I'm excited to see what he can do for us. Yeah, man. and and it starts. It starts next week, uh, a week from today. We we play Dallas, a scrimmage, um, and uh, Spectrum Sports Net's gonna be be streaming it. So that'll be awesome to watch. So we play Dallas, July twenty third. Magic, July twenty fifth, uh, uh, and then the Wizards, July twenty seventh. Um, what do you guys uh, expect from these these upcoming scrimmages? 
uh, a lot of rust. <laughs> yeah, a lot of rust, definitely. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of players have been out. You know, even if they've been working out and staying in shape, which, you know, I assume a lot of the players have been, um, right. it's still, you know, uh, Danny Green mentioned it's, it's still nothing like, like a five-on-five, you know. A five-on-five a five five is just basically how you really stay in game shape. So a lot of these first games are going to be rusty. I mean, we've seen it every time, you know, there's a preseason um, you know, at the beginning of the season, it's a little bit of rust there, but I know that our guys are staying ready mentally uh, together, you know, as far as, you know, in the group chat, whatever, motivating each other. I feel like they'll be ready. There'll be some rust, uh, but there's more than enough time. I mean, we have those scrimmages. Uh, we have about eight games before this, uh, you know, the playoffs. So right. uh, hopefully everything comes together there. But, you know, I- I'm expecting the scrimmages not to really determine where we're at, but it's more getting back in shape and, you know, kind of getting that five on five on again. Yeah, absolutely. I think we're going to see a good amount of rust, but um, I I hope that the players take it a little bit more seriously than something like a a preseason game, just because there's such limited time to get in shape before, before the playoffs, you know, it's, it's 10, you know, like 10 games, something like that. And, and then we're in playoff season. So uh, they got to do their best to, to get back into it as fast as they can. Agreed. No, agreed. Agreed. Um, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll see what uh, Frank Vogel does. I know that he's going to, uh, he said that he would likely use all 17 players that he has this disposable here. Uh, uh, leading these games, leading up to the playoffs. We'll see, you know, uh, how he tinkers with the, the lineups as, as we go through, especially because we have, you know, two, two of our main guards out. We'll see yeah. how uh, Caruso does, Cook does, how KCP does. It sounds like he's going to be uh, filling in for uh, Avery Bradley's spot. But uh, yeah. um, well, we'll see. I, I, I'm looking forward to it, obviously. <laughs> I mean, this is the first game in, in like four months. So I'm, yeah. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm pumped to yeah, I'm stoked. To, to, to sit down and, and just watch and, and enjoy the show. Yeah, I can't wait, man. It's going to be a really big uh, Twitter's par- uh, Twitter party. We're all just going to be, you know, live tweeting. It's going to be a fun <laughs> day. It's going to be really exciting. And, man, just happy to have Lakers basketball back. Yeah, man, for sure. For sure. All right. Well, that's, uh, that does it for today. Uh, Golden Knight, thank you so much for joining the show. We've enjoyed your company and your, uh, you know, your takes here. Uh, guys, remember to follow him. Uh, remember to follow Golden Knight on Twitter. Uh, it's uh, at Golden Knight gfx and you'll you'll find a link to his merch there and, and, and so go check it out mm-hmm. um uh, while you're on twitter though make sure you follow us at uh hashtag LakerPod. follow and subscribe and, and give us a five-star review where wherever you listen to your podcasts uh we would appreciate the follow and reviews and it'll help us continue what we're doing and make sure you follow us at lakers daily scoop on instagram as well uh any last words uh golden knight and mckay I uh, just want to say I appreciate you guys, man. Uh, this was really fun. I want to thank you guys for, you know, having me on here. Uh, you guys are doing really, really great stuff. And um, let's go get this championship, man. Absolutely. Thank you for coming in and talking with us. It's good to kind of mix things up and have a different perspective. Absolutely. Right, right. No, let's get that championship. Um, with that said, uh, have a great day. Root for the Lakers, and we'll see you soon. Kobe, 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 Kobe.
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.